You're now listening to the Black Variant on RNC Radio. Yep. From a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> issue 50 of the Black Variant podcast. Yo, 50 episodes. Who would have thought, bro? I yo, listen, I definitely thought that uh we would have been, I don't know. I feel like cancel's not the right, right word. Maybe exiled. Um sent like to the I, Phantom Zone at least. At, at, at the very <laughs> least. Like I feel like at least we'll be like in the Dark Knight uh rises death by exile. You exactly. Know what I'm exactly. Uh, but we're here, but we, man. We are here, issue 50, of course, with X to Exile. You know what I'm saying? The God of Henry, ladies and gentlemen, S-S-I-D-E-N-T. I got that right. You know what I'm saying? It took 50 episodes, but we're here. But we're here, yeah. And we are joined by the illustrious, nothing but illustrious guests here on the Black Variant Podcast. We are joined by the acclaimed, the illustrious, the great Richard Newby, everybody. Yep. Thanks for having me. No yep. problem, man. Uh, thank we, you for coming on, man. Yeah, we've been wanting to get you on for a while. You're one of the, not to say few, but like one of the writers whose works we really, really like see ourselves in. So I thought that was really cool. Appreciate it. Um, before we go forward, what do you want? How do you prefer to be like referred to? Like, is it Rich? Is it Richard? Because I, I I can't call you Dick. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> yes, Richard. Richard. All right. Cool. That works. All right. So obviously, this week we have a lot going on. By the time you guys all will hear this, this will be the day of the Snyder Cut coming out. Um, we advise you to listen to this before because this is the preview episode. Uh, we won't wild out this episode because that's next week when we have other people on. That's the victory um, lap. That's the victory <laughs> lap. Uh, but yeah, man, let's go ahead and get started. We're hopping into dead shots, just rapid fire segment real quick, just to get your thoughts and stuff. Um, actually, no. Before we get into the dead shots, we have we always ask this question every week. Rich, then what you yeah. guys been reading? What you guys been watching? All that. Oh man, I definitely yo. You know what? I just started watching. I've never uh, runaways. Like it's always it's been on my watch list and I never like sat down to actually watch it, but it's decent, bro. I've I've never got the chance to like sit like I've never seen Rip Runaways. I've never seen Cloak and Dagger either. Um, yeah, I haven't seen either. I haven't seen either one. So yeah. this it's not been, it's never been something that's high on my priority list only because like in it's I feel like we're in a boon of comic book TV shows because there's there's so many out. Yeah, right they're now. popping up everywhere. Yeah. Because I still haven't watched Doom Patrol season two, and I feel really bad for that. Oh man, you wildin'. <laughs> that shit is very good. <laughs> I know, but I feel I still feel bad about it, man. Yeah, um, man. But nah, the, I, that's pretty much it. That re, you know, rewatching all the Man of Steel and BVS. I, but I watch those every week anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that counts at this point. But yeah, man. I feel like those are comfort movies, like yeah. at this age. Like seeing the little Kryptonian or Kryptonian violence crime is all right, you know what I mean? I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, what you been on, man? Yeah, I've also been uh, rewatching the the Snyder stuff. Rewatched uh, Watchmen, Man of Steel, BVS, and then uh, kind of mixing it up a little bit with uh, some of the King Kong Godzilla films. Getting ready for uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, you right? I gotta dive in on that, man. I got I gotta tap back in. Yo, even greater than like the Snyder stuff coming out this month. Like, there's so much stuff coming out this month. We got the Snyder Cut. We got My Hero Academia for anime fans. We got Godzilla vs. Kong and Falcon and the Winter Soldier is dropping this Friday, too. So, shit, we spend even more uh, next month. Isn't uh, Mortal Kombat dropping in April, too? Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, so it's, it's a good time, man. And hopefully, we will see Black Widow before uh, we go out back outside again. Hell so, nah, man. That would be nice. <laughs> You were talking about the Phantom Zone, man. That shit is just, man. 
uh, I, I really hope you know it's on Disney Plus, but I feel like if yeah, Kevin Feige's not gonna happen. Well, Feige, um, Feige said he ten toes down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I the I feel like the, the most non Snyder thing I watched and or read this week was uh, Crisis on Two Earths. Uh, one of low key the best I want to say DC animated movies ever. Um, a is just a lot of violence. B yeah. is a lot of funny quips. Um, and C. Yo, Mark Harbin has one of the most distinct voices ever. Because I was watching it and the beloved cameo was like, yo, why is Mark Harmon on the TV? Because Superman is Mark Harmon. Yeah. That's why. Like, <laughs> shout out to NCIS, um, the only copaganda I will ever shout out on this podcast. Oh, um, we fuck with our SVU too over here. SVU, yo, SVU boys. <laughs> yo, Stabler just came back too. So we got yeah, shout out to Stabler, bro. Uh, he he came from Superman shows to get his own Law & Order show. You'd love to see it. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. true. Oh, love yeah, true. It. Yes. Uh, him and him and uh, what's what's uh, I forgot her name, man. What what's the uh the female Kryptonian from Man of Steel? Ah, damn, I forgot, but she was rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Her she's Maloney be- going she's beating bar ass. Bar. She's beating ass in the IHOP, bro. Just <laughs> <laughs> going crazy. A, a good death is its own reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like body the man's entire platoon. That's 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 <laughs> a little our, bit. Our, funny. Our, um. Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and hop into dead shots. I mean, first off, obviously, uh, Joe Manganello, Manganello, uh, once again, I apologize if I get your name wrong, um, reveals that Gareth Evans was apparently set to direct Deathstroke. How you guys feel about this? I feel robbed, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I feel robbed of something that should have happened. <laughs> oh, man. So much great shit was on the way, man. Damn. Uh, yeah, it would have been, 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 been great. I, uh, I remember when that rumor first came out, and I was I was so excited for it. It would have been, it would have been perfect. I feel like, and I I, I love both the raid movies. Uh, yeah, he would have he would have killed it. I, I really hope that it gets it gets resurrected in some way. Yeah, I man, did. raid is great. Have you ever seen that X? I've seen like bits and pieces, but I've seen nothing but greatness in those bits and pieces. Yeah, so, yeah, like, man. That like that movie deserves to get put in the MoMA. Like that, that's just <laughs> the thing of beauty. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, even like greater than just like the movie being set to direct, uh, I think it's wild how they did not want to do a villain led movie, or at least uh, the, the old heads at uh, WB did not want to do a villain led movie to the point where like they just uh, they split up the I think the funding for Joker, and now three studios have to show that billion dollar split instead of just one. I think that's wild, <laughs> yeah. The break of the bread, uh, it's, it's like I don't understand. How like you could just hate this movie so much? You're like, oh damn! Now I gotta share a billion dollars. I can't just you know. <laughs> and it was crazy because like the movie's only like forty million dollars, which is a drop in the bucket in, in like in comic book movies. They still didn't want to take the risk. That's <laughs> wild. And like yeah. that's just such an easy character to get because you just straight violence and like arrogance. That's that's literally the the formula for Destro. And bars too. He he. Destro has gotten off some good bars throughout the years. I mean that, and like, um, like if you just sprinkle in like him loving his kids just a little bit, it's a perfect Deathstroke movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they could have made, made that for cheap too. Was- yeah, man, because that's a lot of practical effects too. There's not, there's not a lot of Deathstroke to like. You got a CGI, right? True, true. Um, yeah, man, I uh, did it. <laughs> restore the Snyderverse. Um, I do hope after this movie, there's a there's a greater call for that because there's, there's a lot of greatness we've been robbed of. They got to bring Chuck Snyder, man. They got to just like open checkbook, like yo, whatever you need, man. I I don't know, man. Like I feel like 
then you know because that's that's the same thing they gave them in the original like in the beginning like back in 2013 2012 when they were originally like saying justice league is gonna do this this and that um they were like, oh, yeah, you can do what you want. And then here we are a decade later, and then, like, actually living up to it. Yeah. Um, so that's wild. Uh, next thing on the list. Allegedly, and I'm hitting a heavy allegedly on this because I've heard conflicting reports, but Daniel RPK is a pretty good reporter, so I, you know, I trust him on this one. Um, Jim Carrey has allegedly met with Marvel about Deadpool 3. How do we feel about this, guys? Eh, it's Deadpool, so eh. Like, you know, you know how we feel about Deadpool over here. Right? Like, yeah, it's it's taking to leave it, you know. Rich, how do you feel about it, man? It could be cool. He'd be a a cool mojo or somebody. Uh, oh, I can see the mojo. Yeah, somebody weird. Yeah, actually, would be good casting. It would. I mean, because like Jim Carrey has like this weird aversion to violence, so like he doesn't do anything that's like just really wild. Besides that, uh, yeah. already movie he did like a decade ago. What was it like seven or something? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. Yeah, you we you know how we feel about Deadpool. I I have no faith in Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Um, one thing about Jim Carrey too, he'll he'll commit to the character, bro. He'll be all in. That's one thing you ain't got to worry about. Jim Carrey is like I'm not sure if either of y'all have seen Blue Mountain State, but like yeah. Jim Carrey is like Sammy from Blue Mountain State. Like he don't go halfway with stuff. He, yeah, he either goes balls to the wall or not at all. Like there's there's no off switch for him. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Um. What we get next? Kirsty Clemens sets a return in Flash. Uh, once again, I'm just glad this movie's getting made. Like it's it's been through so much <laughs> just to get yeah. to the point to start filming. Bro, I told like like I said before, bro. Like before the first trailer for the Snyder Cut, I was like, I totally forgot she was supposed to be in this movie. I seen her and was surprised. I'm like, who is this? Who's she supposed to be? Then I'm like, oh shit, fucking Iris. Yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, it's been so long since that like New York Comic Con trailer dropped or whatever. Yeah. Like that five minute joint from like a City of Comic Con years ago oh, yeah. uh, that showed us everything like that was supposed to be in the movie. I forgot so much. I I remember when I first saw the Justice League or whatever, the, the Whedon cut, and like I forgot that Cyborg's supposed to have football scenes. And that was like, like a major part of the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, man, what a time. How how much time has passed? Like the apparently it's been like a big fight to keep her in the movie because everything else, like even if you remember the 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 saga they had with like uh, the people who wrote uh, Spider Man Homecoming because mm-hmm. uh, they were supposed to write the movie or direct the movie at one point. Ezra Miller was like, Nah, fuck that. Like I I rather not do the movie than have them do the movie. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah, so that, uh, Grant, Grant Morrison was on it for a while. He met with Ezra and did a draft because uh, Ezra. From what I've heard, wants to lean more into like the the crazy science fiction time travel stuff, uh, and less of like the you know superhero origin story, rogue stuff. You know, he wants to it to be different from what you see on the on the CW show. So I'm expecting something pretty wild. And I think that's perfect too. Like let's let's get into all the weird stuff, man. Like we we know we know Flash's origin. We've seen it so many times. You know. Yeah. Uh, that and like I remember he was spotted with like a flash book by Grant Morrison a while ago, and like that particular book he was spotted with the Death Racer story. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a wild fucking story. Like uh, what was what was it? Linda Park gets clapped by Black Flash, and then he races to like the end of time where like yeah. death no longer has any meaning. Like that's some really cool shit to me. Like let's get let's get as weird as possible, you know. Uh, I felt like it's a. Uh... I mean that big stables. To, if, let's just get all the way negative. Like if, we, if, if nobody's getting shot, like what's, what were we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Um, the Batman has finally wrapped fil- filming a year after it started uh, due to COVID delays. Also, um, how do we feel about this, how, what's going out coming out of this movie so far? 
I mean, it's, it seemed like some interesting stuff, man. Like, it's, first of all, it's been a long time coming. Like, <laughs> I feel like they've been shooting this movie since the beginning of the time. It's, it's, you know, I feel like COVID just makes everything feel longer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. It really clipped off a whole year of our lives, and that's insane to me. It's, it's absolutely wild. Rich, how you feel about it, man? That that teaser that they released at the at the fandom blew me away. I uh, I watch it probably every week. <laughs> save save. I, I'm I'm expecting nothing but greatness, and I I love Matt Reeves. I think he's done amazing work. His Apes movies are are crazy. So. I definitely, I think that it's going to at least reach the the heights of the Dark Knight, if not if not surpass it. I'm I'm glad, like I feel less like a crackhead now when talking about the Batman trailer because I watched that at least two. Oh no, this is a safe space, bro. Like I watch that shit every week, bro. Too. (laughs) It's you know, it's just greatness, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man. It's not it's not really very often like we get like goosebumps watching a trailer anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember at Fandom when that shit premiered? Like everybody, like the timeline was just like whoa, like a collective whoa from everywhere. Even greater than that, remember it leaked like two hours before. Yeah, <laughs> they had to, and they had to put it out. Yes. Yeah, and every and everyone was like, "Yo, like if that's real, we are in for something." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. Last but certainly not least, uh, Kingsley Ben Adir is set to play a lead in Secret Evasion. If you don't know who that is, uh, he played Malcolm X in One Night in Miami, which was horribly snubbed at the Oscars this year. Yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with comic book TV. I just wanted to say that the Oscars are war criminals and should be treated as such. Um, how do we feel about this? <laughs> hey, I think it's good, man. I just want to know, like, how are they going to do Secret Evasion? Obviously, it's going to be on a smaller scale, you know what I mean, than the comics counterpart, but. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do this. I mean, he's a great actor though, so whoever he's playing, it should work. Yeah, uh, Rich, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how it's gonna play out. Uh, you know, being a, a Disney Plus series, I'm kind of thinking that it might go like the more espionage route and kind of just be like a, a stealth Nick Fury show. Uh, yeah, there's definitely scrolls popping up in in some of the movies and other things too. So I'm definitely I'm definitely wondering if they're you know using it to lead into something bigger. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't. I really don't know. Like, where you go from like a secret, like using secret invasion as the build up to something less like you're doing. Like, well, at least in the comics, it was used as kind of a build up or like a, a segue into siege. Um, but I don't know where you go, like in the in the movie world, because to be honest, we really don't know what the fuck is going on with this next phase. Um, we all all we know is Wanda is wilding, and that's pretty much <laughs> yeah, so far. So far at this point, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the extent of what we know about the phase, phase four, phase five, whatever phase we're in at, at this point. Um, yeah, man. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm always here for black men getting paid, especially black men in lead ten pole series. So this is very nice. Yeah. Um, what do we got next for Dead Shot? Oh, that's it for Dead Shots, rather. Yeah. Um, this is I find like this is like a light show, but like we're having we're talking about very heavy subject matter. So this is gonna be great. Um, next thing we got Falcon and Winter Soldiers coming up this week, fellas. How we feel about it? Oh, bro, I cannot wait. These these trailers got me juiced, man. <laughs> On top of the Anthony Mackie memes, it also got me ready for this show. <laughs> I, I, I really want to know who's the first person to, like, post one of his faces. I really want to know that. Because, like, it, it, it's first of all, it happened within the past week, and, like, people just, like, just did it out of context. I think it's, I feel like an out-of-context account did it, and then everyone else started doing it, but that's besides the point. Uh, you know what I think it was? Somebody posted the Tupac clip. Remember when he played Tupac in the Biggie movie? And then oh, it just it was oh, just a oh, snowball man. from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but now nah, that shit is hilarious. I'm ready for this show though, man. Like it looks very good. 
It seems like they're starting us off with negativity. <laughs> I think we're starting off at the end of Captain America. Uh, yeah, Steve speaking Rogers of that, um, there. someone allegedly said that uh, the first ti- the first episode is titled Rest in Peace Cap. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we spoke on Cat Pack early. Okay. But shout out to Brandon Davis of ComicBook.com who, said, who actually called Cap on that. So uh, we don't know what's going on, but uh, there's a funeral. Um, and hopefully it is Steve Rogers. Uh, <laughs> Rich, how you feel about this, my Steve boy? Biden. Oh yeah, I'm I'm so hyped for this. Uh, I've been doing a lot of a lot of comic book reading for this. Um, read Nick Spencer's uh, Captain America run with Sam Wilson, and uh, now I'm diving into uh, Rodney Barnes. Uh, he also did a series called Philadelphia, which is yes, fire by the way. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he did a he did a short run on Falcon. Uh, I think it's about eight issues. Uh, it's really cool. Like he's he's in Chicago instead of New York. Uh, he's dealing with uh, gang violence, but it turns out that um, Mephisto's son, Blackheart, is kind of pulling the strings behind it. So it's got that superhero action, but it's also got that that horror uh, element. But yeah, I, I really hope that the, that the show digs into some of the uh, racial stuff from both Spencer's and uh, Barnes's series. Uh, I know. Um, Malcolm Spellman is one of the the writers on it, um, and he's he did uh, Empire and some other some other cool stuff. But uh, he seems like a he seems like a cool guy. So I'm uh, I'm really hoping that they they push some buttons with this. Yeah, the, um, the opportunities there for them to do it too. You know, I mean the the one thing I'm, I mean I've been doing clubhouse rooms for the past couple weeks for Wandavision, drunken rewatches and whatnot because those are always fun. Uh, but I've I've noticed the one thing first of all people don't know about about the show going into it, which I think is wild because I felt like this is the most like straightforward show. Like Cap is dead and or retired and like someone has to take up the mantle and we saw kind of that in Endgame. But I think the coolest thing that people didn't know about going into the show is the Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley stuff. You know, what happened yeah. after Rogers wins mm-hmm. the ice. Um, like, because the, uh, there's some, like some influences on like the syphilis thing going on in the 50s and the 60s. But once again, I think that's, that's what's got me intrigued most about the show. Um, the only funny thing I can say really is like if if you've ever seen Riverdale, um, mm-hmm. in the episode where like Archie like puts together the red circle or whatever, um, Zemo's mask looks like a member of the red circle, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't I can't unsee it now because like when I think of it, I just see him in the background like with his shirt off, like with the mask on. Like, <laughs> hey, that picture they posted with Zemo's mask today with the fire was kind of hard, bro. It was, <laughs> it was. I will say that, but I, I can't unsee it now, man. Yeah, that's six with you. Um, like, but uh, this is essentially Winter Soldier, the show, which in my opinion, is Marvel's best movie, or at least MCU's best movie, right. at the very least. Um, I'm really looking forward to Sebastian Stan as Bucky. I thought I thought he was really good in every movie he's been. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see the... Uh, I forgot the actress's name, but she was the rebel leader in Solo. Um, I think it was like Red Dawn or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm really excited to see what she's doing. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Kellyman is her name. Yes, yep. yes, her. Um... But yeah, I want to see like what comes from the show because I feel like if any if anyone was to get a season two, this would be the one. Mostly because it's mostly narrative driven. Um, there's not really a lot of other stuff it's relying on in this one. And I like mm-hmm. that it's only six episodes too. Like we're really so every episode seems like it's going to be pretty focused, man. You know. I'm also interested to see what they do with uh, Walker, U.S. Agent, because uh, I definitely feel like they could do some some kind of MAGA tie-in with him. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean he's already like. Skirting that edge in the '80s, he's all 
you know, about Reaganism and stuff. So bringing him into the contemporary world, I definitely feel like he's going to be kind of a, oh, definitely a racist. <laughs> oh, he showed up, he showed up the cat's funeral with the red hat on, man. He going to, they going to show him at the Capitol. <laughs> Yo, you got to stop. You got to <laughs> Like, I, there's really no, like, safe way to put him on TV. Like, you just got to, you either got to go full racist with it or not. And, like, I feel bad for the writer who has to write those lines. Like, yeah, man. Can you imagine like how many low key slurs you got to put in that man's dialogue? Oh, like, it's gonna be a lot of you peoples. You know what I mean? <laughs> like shout out to uh, shout out to Tozen over at uh, Shirtless Plantation. Like you got to put in like something like Woko Haram. Like yeah, it's yeah. gotta be absolutely wild on that one. He's unserious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to Falcon the Winter. I really want to see like what people think about this show because. I don't know what happened during WandaVision, but like people just stopped caring about Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I thought like this is the consensus one like everyone was excited about because like I feel like it has the biggest thread for the MCU going forward because yeah we need we have figured out what's going on with Captain America. I, I remember before before like maybe like a year ago around this time when everybody was like eh, WandaVision man we ain't trying to see that man we trying to, <laughs> try to get the Falcon Winter Soldier and then look how the tides are turned. Oh man, I can't. I really can't wait for this show. Just like once again, I, I feel like I'm going to love the show. I'm just Anthony Mackie. Um, and there's no nice way to say that. Like Anthony Mackie, his public record is pretty distinct. So, uh, I'm sure, I hope, I'm sure his card is going to get pulled sooner than later, you know. Yeah, I hope it. I hope the show is good. That's all I can really say. Yep. Um, let's get into some comic news real quick. Uh, Gamma Fight. Was announced by Al Ewing this week. It's set to feature you know characters within the hoax orbit. Um, the set to release in June. The only thing I really got to say about Game of Flight is where is Hulk's son Scar at? Like Scar was used for like uh, I want to say after World War Hulk or whatever uh, or Planet Hulk rather, and he's pretty much been gone for a decade. Where is the kid at? Like is he just kicking in the Savage Land? What's going on? He's out there vibing, bro. <laughs> out there chilling. But I'm serious. No, like, what do you guys think about Game Fight so far, or at least Incredible, un- Incredible Hulk, Immortal Hulk, rather? I just want to say they got Al Ewan working like Stephen A. Smith, bro. Like, <laughs> they got him. He writing Guardians next too. I think he's still writing um, Immortal Hulk. Yeah, yeah, man. They got him out there working, man. But I don't know. I, I just gonna. I kind of just want to see where he can take this. You know what I mean? Expand on his uh, Immortal Hulk story even more so. I mean, like, I feel like the Gamador stuff is like really interesting, and it's it's translated pretty well to the rest of the Hulk family. Like uh, he did it for She Hulk during Empire. Um, the rest of the family has gotten in on the the book. I mean, everyone in the book, everyone from Thunderbolt Ross to Betty Ross is in the book. Like you got everyone involved in the Hulk orbit. So I think that's really good. Uh, Al Willing has shown like he really gets the characters. Yeah, and he cares, bro. And, like, and it's well, it's well told storytelling, you know. Yeah, because like you can see, like when he didn't care some about something, like Empire. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, man. Empire was a. Uh, it was something that that happened. That's all I can say about Empire. Empire was unserious. Let's, yeah, hundred percent. It's okay to say that we are in a safe space, my brothers and sisters. Um, Empire was completely unserious. Besides, I, like, I am disappointed that I kept it on my poll list the whole run. Yo, me too. We we reviewed it on here. That's the sad part. <laughs> Every week was a struggle. It got it got in our best event list of the year, uh, just by proxy, because like there just wasn't that many events. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't much. <laughs> you missed like three, four months of comics, so you know. Um. Yeah, man. I 
Empire was a thing. It happened. Let's move on. Uh, DC got some special announcements this week. A couple anniversary books. Wonder Woman Black and Gold. They're continuing the color series um, to celebrate Wonder Woman's 80th anniversary, which I think is really cool. I think she's well-deserving of it. Nice. Uh, like, if I'm, Unless I'm crazy, has there been like a lot of color books lately? Or is it just me? Oh, yeah. Every, everybody is yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. like everyone's getting one, and like not to say like to say like they've been cheapened by the fact that everyone's getting one, but I do think like some are unneeded, namely Carnage, Black, White, and Blood. Um <laughs> no disrespect to whoever's writing the book or who's contributing to it, but like there's a big discrepancy between like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Wolverine. Yeah, the Wolverine one is the best one in my opinion. It's straight violence, and that's yeah. the best part. Yeah. And then Carnage. Harley Quinn has one now too. Oh yeah, I think she's well, yeah. Harley Quinn. I, mean, I feel like Harley Quinn actually kind of deserves it because like she's like really, really popular now, especially with the uh I want to say I almost said HBO Max, but it was technically a DC original, DC original series or animated series. Yeah. But like I feel like Carnage getting one, I don't know why, it irks my soul. Maybe because I just don't like Carnage. <laughs> it's true. I mean Carnage kind of sucks, bro. Carnage is a boring character to me, man. But I mean, yeah. shout out, shout out to Donnie Cates for uh, Absolute Carnage. It came out last summer. He tried, uh, he tried. It was, a, it was, I was I it was a good event. Him. It's just I don't, I can't, I can't bang with Carnage, man. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm glad one woman's getting it much deserved. Uh, did he, they also announced the DC Pride special, um, which I think is just really fucking cool, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because like even if you're not into those characters, they got something from like each of the spheres of DC that you can be into. You know what I'm saying? Right. Plus, they got the uh, the Crush and Lobo book coming out too, which I think is also really cool. Um, plus, Green Arrow is getting an eighth anniversary 100 page special, and they got everyone from like Mike Grell to Ben Percy returning. So I think that's also super cool. Nice. I mean, uh, yo, what happened to like Green Arrow? I kind of he kind of like has been kind of sidelined. I feel like over the last few years. If I'm not mistaken, um, he had a he had a book going into DC Rebirth, and like it went for fifty, or I think it went for like fifty issues. It ended with like a uh, storyline about Manhunter giving him a to- uh, a piece of the total totality from Snyder's Justice League or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know how that ended. So <laughs> yeah. He's been kind of sidelined for a bit, but he's popping. He's, uh, he's in uh, Bendis' new uh, Justice League run, him and Black Canary. Yeah, nice. plus he was in, uh, what was that book, Leviathan Rising or whatever, that detective book? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Leviathan, yeah. Yeah, he was in that too. Um, and he's going to be a part of the, uh, I forgot the name of like, the new council of sorts after uh, Death Metal or whatever. Um, but he's part of that too. So I think that's really cool. I feel like Green Arrow is a character who doesn't get enough justice. But uh, like even when he's not in main books, he's in things like Injustice, and like yeah. he's a main character in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I like to see more Green Arrow, man. Shout out to him. Yeah, like he's a really consistent character. Not to say like he's like I feel like Daredevil was like one of the more consistent characters over the last twenty or thirty years. But Green Spider Arrow, Spider most actually. Yeah, <laughs> like Green Arrow is not that far off. He's had a lot of good runs over the mul- multiple decades and multiple eras. You know what I'm saying? Through several yeah. weeks, not to ma- not to mention. Uh, um, this week in comics, guys, what did you guys read last week? Um, I didn't cut much, bro. Like, honestly, I'm um, just trying to catch up on my Nightwing because we know what's dropping this week. Uh, shout out to our boy Tommy T, shout out Tom Taylor, you did shout out Tom Taylor. So, definitely catching up on my Nightwing stuff, man. But yeah, not really a lot, man. What about you? Um, I got Batman Urban Legends, I got Wonder Woman. Um, 
I have Rorschach, but I still don't have issue two. So like, I haven't read any since issue one. Yeah, because I remember we reviewed issue one over here. And like, it's a very Tom King book. I can just tell you that off rip. But um, yeah, I can't really comment on it because I haven't read it. You know what f- the surprise that shouted me this week? Joker. Oh, how was it, bro? Joker, I, I, I was expecting some kind of zany, murderous things, but it's a detective book starring Gordon. Um, mm. And I felt like the way it started was really cool. So spoilers if you haven't read it already. But um, the way it started was Gordon in Chicago talking to this older cop or whatever. And, and Gordon and the older cop asked, like, do you have a boogeyman yet? And Gordon's like, what you mean? And like apparently this cop was dirty too, so that's besides the point. Um, but Gordon was like, "What you mean?" Uh, the cop was like, "You know, when you close your eyes, do you ever see like a perp, like it's someone like who you just can't get out of your head?" For the guy, it was like someone who uh, ate some seventeen-year-old girl's face. But okay. of course, for Gordon, it's Joker. Um, right. So if you go longer in the book, you finish the book. There is a some type of contingent that are, that's willing to pay Gordon about twenty million dollars to track down and kill Joker. Um, wow. so that's really interesting to me. Not to mention, like, I feel like Gordon hasn't really gotten a it's this is weird because like it's, it's a Gordon solo book starring Joker. Um, or rather <laughs> titled Joker. Um, so I think that's really cool. Uh Rich, what you read on the DC side last week, man? Um, I, I read Batman, uh Tinian's run on reading Rorschach. Um let me see what else I got on here. I fell a little bit behind over these last couple of weeks. I've been trying to catch up on this uh, WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's all of us. <laughs> yeah, you were definitely not the only one, my brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the new uh, the new Swamp thing. Uh, that Fire, is, by the way. That's that's really good. Uh, is it good? Is it good? I, I, I got to buy that, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's awesome. It's Completely, you know, reboots. Uh, you know, it, it's different from the the Alec Holland stuff. It's a new character mm-hmm. uh, uh, by Ron the Fifth and uh, Mike Perf- Mike Perkins. Um, and yeah, they're they're really cool. They're uh, they're doing some interesting things with the book. I, I'm a I'm a huge Swamp Thing fan, so I'm just happy that he has a new book again. Same. I, I just actually rec- well, recently, as like the last six months now, but I bought the Alan Moore Absolute Swamp Thing edition. Um, Those are great. Yeah. Absolutely great. incredible. Um, then the same person who uh, wrote Catwoman Future State is also doing Swamp Thing. Oh, okay. You, you told me everything I need to know. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, what else you read, Rich, man? Um, I'm reading the uh, all the X-Men series, actually. Uh their whole uh, Dawn of X line right now. Uh, I read X-Men as of recently because my girl X-23 is finally back. Thank the Lord. No. Um, <laughs> X-Factor last week was actually really interesting. If you if we were just like segue into the uh, Marvel side real quick. Yeah. Uh, everyone died in X-Factor and got brought back because someone is a traitor. Um, and I'm really interested in what's going on with this book. How, how about you, Rich? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see where it's going. I think that, you know, the the X Men books have been right now they're they're as strong as they've been in in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dropped off X Men for quite a while. Um, you know, I read the the whole um, Bendis run where he brought back the teenage versions of the original ones, and I kind of dropped off on that. But yeah, what Hickman's doing and Ever since the the House of X, Powers of X, I've been reading every single 
every single book that's come out. Uh, it's been, yeah, it's been really interesting. I, I appreciate the fact that they're bringing back a lot of characters that they haven't used in a while, uh, especially like ones from the 90s. I'm a, I'm a big 90s X-Men fan, so uh, I love seeing some of those kind of... Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I haven't... I don't know. I don't know why I haven't tapped into X-Men like that. I just... For some strange reason, I don't connect with Hickman's X Men, and that's not, that's not because like the book is bad, because it's fucking great. Like it's probably it's, just overwhelming, bro. Yeah, it's, you... it's a legitimate book of the year contender every year. It's it's leading the league in every statistical category. <laughs> like the, the top five books in, in uh, comics are literally like Daredevil, Immortal Hulk, Batman, X Men, and like another X Men book. You could throw really any of them in there, and it's in there. It's just I don't know why I don't connect with it. But what was I about to say? It's a lot I, of world building, though. I forgot like yeah. the 2010s of X-Men, uh, really besides Uncanny X-Force, because they went through every gimmick possible in the 2010s, I feel like. You had Schism, you had the kids coming back, you had older versions, you had Old Man Logan joining the X-Men, you had X-Men Red, X-Men Blue, X-Men Gold. I love X-Men Red, sidebar. Yo, our boy Tommy T. Tommy um, T, once again. <laughs> yeah, man. They went through a lot in the 2010s. The Jason Aaron run, the Bendis run, the Wolverine, the X-Men run. Um... It was just a lot. Fell the wedding. <laughs> Which one? Honestly, because uh, there was more than one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely Colossus is a kitty. Wolverine Black, White, and Blood was really good this week. Um, they had a really cool story with Mystique this week, which I thought was just super dope. Um, it's right after the actually original Wolverine mini by Chris Claremont in them, um, where like it picks off like he's just drinking his pain away because Mariko left him at the altar. And Mystique's like, where's my daughter? And like Wolverine's like, yo, just let her live. Like, you keep wilding, she's not coming back. And they just fall. And Wolverine's like, I told you, like, I'm liable to kill you at the moment. Stop playing with me. It was kind of wild. Um, Star Wars is really good this week. Daredevil always exceeds. Um, I the coolest thing about Daredevil this week to me was uh there's a prisoner and there's a therapist this week, and they were like, Yo, you th- you thinking you're going to serve your whole sentence as a fucking fantasy. Like you, you, you choose when you want to be held accountable. Like the therapist said that verbatim. She was like, "So, like, you're, so you decided to go to prison now, but like, did you decide you wanted to go to prison when you were whooping everybody's ass for twenty years, or like, <laughs> real life bars? Like, when when did you decide you wanted accountability and justice? You know what I'm saying? Like, when did you really think about the law then? Um, I think like him, like them checking this privilege of like this white superhero who's also like a lawyer. And not just like any lawyer, like a really high paid, high powered lawyer is really cool. Yep. I mean, obviously they don't like they don't say they know who he is, but like there's cameras in prison. They know who Matt Murdock is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. And uh Amazing Spider-Man continues to be a book. That's all I really <laughs> say about that. Hey um, man, hey, hey, all no X, let's not skip through that, brother. Um uh social media, IG influencer Spider-Man. Rich, have you read Amazing Spider-Man this week? I've not, I've not read the new one. I haven't read any of the the current. The I've I've read the the beginning of Spencer's run, but the stuff he's doing now with Harry Osborn, I'm I'm behind on. Um. So if you if you haven't caught up, they set a new status quo this week, and I was gonna tell you the best part about the Spider-Man book is Pat Gleason's art. Shout out to Pat Gleason. Yep. Um. Y'all know how I feel about him. Uh. They made Spider-Man an IG influencer, and like. While like he, they uh, not like the Sinister Six, but he I think he fought like Hydra Man and a couple other villains this week. Literally, while he's whooping their ass, he's reading out character com- or like people's comments or whatever. 
um, and doing ad sponsors during the fight. Was he on TikTok whooping ass, bro? Bro, like, can you imagine? So, like, y'all remember when Soulja Boy went out live when he was beefing with Chris Brown years ago? Classic, classic. It's, it's like, it's, imagine the phone dropping and, like, he just doing an ad in the background. That's pretty much the book, my bro. Like, I, there's really, there's no jokes to this. He's doing ads during fights, man. Hey, they say a big, big spider can't come to the hood. All right. But that was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've given this book every chance to be great, and like it's shown greatness. Like it's shown threads of greatness throughout it. Um, the hunted arc, y'all should go check that out. It's actually a really good continuation of Craven's arc, um, and like a relatively fitting conclusion. Besides, like his son becoming the exact same person and looking the exact same to the point where there's literally no difference between them. But that's besides the point. Um, yeah, man, Amazing Spider-Man just continues to be a book. Um, if you want to read a Spider-Man book, I encourage you to go pick up Nonstop Spider-Man because I actually felt like a Spider-Man book this week. Um, I also felt really old because they were talking about Bridgerton and that, and <laughs> I felt like the Chappelle skit, like Dave Chappelle, the ancient wife. Like, <laughs> oh, man, it aged yourself, man. Man, what a time. Uh, Rich, you got anything else in Marvel Comics this week? Uh, are you guys reading uh, Miles Morales? Yes. Yes, yes we are. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I dig that. I wish that it, I wish that it came out on a, a double shipping schedule. I think that it should come out on the same schedule that Amazing does. Because uh, really, the the month long wait, I think, really really drags down the, the potential. That kills the momentum of the book, you know. I yeah, mean, it's that, and like the book is a faster paced book too. Like it's it, it's really frenetic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that would actually help, and like it probably deserves it over. The other Spider-Man book we were discussing. Um, uh, what else we got? Do we have anything else for Marvel? Van, you had anything for Marvel? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, don't judge me. I bought the uh, Tony Stark Iron Man uh, hardcover because I had to. <laughs> you know I, I've learned to accept you for your flaws, I, and, and I appreciate your, you, brother. I appreciate you and all your indiscretions. Um, <laughs> I love you regardless, my black brother. You know, what I'm t- saying? yo, tell your ex one day you're gonna come over to the Iron Man way, man. I'm telling you, the book I, is decent. I, do I? All right, man. Um, next thing, uh, you guys read me journals. I want I, to. <laughs> Listen, man, I've heard, I'll, I'll say this about Eternals. I've heard nothing but good things about that book. It I've is. Seen the, it I've is seen the, amazing. I've seen the art. It's beautiful. Shout out to Sal Ribic. Uh, but I have no inclination to read that book. I am really sorry to say that. And it sounds really lazy. Don't really apologize. But like, I have I have no connection to the Eternals besides stand-ups. And I feel like that's what a lot of people think. What do you, like, what do you, what's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I feel like Thanos is like the, the big draw. But I mean, this book is—it's insanely good. Like it's like just the the world building and the mythology behind it. It. I mean, if you're not if you're not an Eternal, Eternals fan, which I feel like most people are not, uh, to be honest. But I definitely feel like it's the kind of thing that will bring you over and make make you interested in them. Yo, X, you might have to tap in, bro. Cause like, what? yo, <laughs> we might have to do it, man. I don't know how long y'all have been reading comics, but like. <laughs> First of all, Van's older than me, so I assume he's been reading comics longer than me. Yeah, yeah, Rich, same thing with you. I'm only 24, so it's really not a high bar to get over. That's besides the point. Um, I've been reading comics since right before the New 52 drop, the February before New 52 drop. Mm. I don't know where to start with Eternals. I never heard of them until like six, like two years ago. 
Keep it 100% <laughs> <real>. <laughs> Once again, like most people, bro. Uh, but yo, X, let's take this journey together, bro. Let's let's jump into the Eternals. Uh, let's do it, man. If you are willing to commit here live on this podcast, I will commit to Eternals, bro. I will read Eternals with you. Let's lie. Let's let issue. We'll count issue number one last week. We'll go back, bro. Bet. All right. It's, All right. it's a thing. It's a thing now. It's a, it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, man, that's all I got for comics, though. Uh, y'all got anything else before we move on to uh, TV news? Uh, that's it for us. Um, all right, Warner Media uh, had its—I think it's Investors Day or like—I forgot what kind of day it was—but they announced a bunch of stuff. Um, they confirmed the Zatanna series in a Batgirl movie in the works to HBO Max. Um, how do we feel about this, guys? Oh, fire, man! I love Zatanna, man. One of my favorite DC characters. I'm happy she's getting she's getting that 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 main event push now. Me too. Yeah, Zatanna is. Uh, yeah, she's she's great. I, I dig her a lot. Yeah, I I really like all the Justice League dark characters, especially in the last iterations. So yeah, I, I, yep. I really think they're all really deserving of stuff. Um, this being announced along with Bad Girl makes me think like the the Constantine show we've been thinking about. I think he just might be a character in that. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I think I I think they're gonna bridge all these characters together because I think Justice League Dark happens. I think JJ Abrams said he's making it to somebody, right? Right? Or am I, yeah. am I making that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abrams is doing it. Yeah, yeah. So they're definitely coming together quicker than uh, sooner than later. You know. Um, Batgirl movie is really interesting. Like just because of the stuff we heard with Michael Keaton, like he's gonna be the mentor of the D- like the Batman of the DCU going forward. So him seeing him in that will be really uh, interesting. Um, I really just want to know who, like, because, like, Batgirl has been the worst-kept secret of the DC movie properties for a long time. Yeah. So I really want to know just where they are in the process. Do they have someone casted they haven't told us yet? Are they casting someone right now? Who's the director? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who who you think they, who you think they should look at, you know? Uh, I really don't have anyone to, like, pull from. Rich, honestly, Rich would be the better person to ask. I did. I, I heard that they are looking to go black. That'd be Ooh. cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be really dope. Yeah, um, because like, all right, you go with Batgirl. Who's gonna be the supporting cast? And that's not to say Batgirl doesn't have supporting characters, but like, do you pull from the Bat family? Do you pull from like her own characters? Um, do you pull from Michael Keaton? Is Alfred going to be in this? Who's going to be Alfred? Is Jeremy Iron going to be this? Like, right, right. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of questions that still have to be answered involved yeah. in this. Yeah. Um, but like, I do think it's good. It's going forward. I'm really glad Joss Whedon is no longer attached to this shit. Oh, thank um, God. Yeah. Would have been Buffy, Buffy and Gotham. Oh, man. <laughs> I've never seen someone fail upwards like Joss Whedon. Because, like, everyone who has ever worked with him just hates the man. You know Yo, nobody has nothing good to say about him. <laughs> but I think that's hilarious. Like, you got to be you gotta be a special person to, like, for everyone just not to like you who's ever worked with you. Bro, Latrell Sprewell choked PJ Carlissimo, and they're still friends. They're buddies. They're buddies at this point. <laughs> you know how hated you have to be for everyone from catering to your to your fucking stars have to hate you, bro. That is some, that's a wild talent. That's incredible talent. Even Loki's not that hated that much in comics, bro. Like, look, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, man, I'm really based on Tashless anymore. Uh, that's all I got to say about Satana. Uh, I hope I hope the series is good. I hope it's great. Uh, I really want to know like everything DC JJ Abrams is working on, because like we've heard a lot from Justice League Dark to a Black Superman movie. So I just want to know everything. Yeah, I love JJ Abrams though, man. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm a I'm a big fan. Uh, the camera flares will always live on in my head. <laughs> they will be eternal, my brother. 
Aaron Flanagan oh, forever. If we got nothing else to add for TCTV news, let's go on and get into the main event, Snyder Cup, baby. Hey, man. So, obviously, because we don't have credentials and such, me and Van have not seen it, right? <laughs> Richard, Richard, you wouldn't have the peasant to have it. <laughs> you have seen it. So, obviously, without getting yourself in trouble and like anyone associated with you in trouble, what can you tell us? What should be our impressions? What should we expect, et cetera, et cetera? All right. It is, I mean, it is an epic, ambitious feat. Uh, it, it, it was very much worth the wait. Um, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that it is such a, I feel like a, a crowd pleasing, like stand up, clap your hands, superhero movie. It's very much the thing that WB said that they wanted in 2017, you know, when they, when they brought on Whedon and went through that whole mess, uh, it, it's optimistic. It's, it's hopeful. It's got heart. It's got crazy action sequences. Uh, Junkie XL score is is top-notch i mean it is it's definitely like a, a top tier superhero movie uh and I, I i think that people are gonna want more i think even people who weren't you know on the on the snyder train before i definitely think they're gonna hop on board uh tonally it's a lot closer to man of steel than bvs um you, but i think that that whole arc you know really it works really well you see these heroes you know, who have kind of fallen down, uh, kind of lost their way. And then Justice League is them rebuilding, getting themselves, you know, back up. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it feels it feels very much like classic DC with all the the, the myth making and the the giant battles and, you know, the, the broader universe. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's being set up here that I really hope. Uh, we get to see paid off in the future. That's what that's that's what I like to hear, Bridge. That's 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 the that's that stuff right there, man. <laughs> hey, but um, a lot of reviews have been saying about uh, been talking about Ray Fisher as cyborg, right? Yeah. Does, does he get his just due in in this cut? He does. Yeah, he is. He's great as cyborg. Uh, it's a great performance. Um, I mean. It is it is night and day from what we saw in the theatrical, like just in terms of how his powers, like not only just in terms of like his backstory and like you know his, his mom and 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 dad getting back in the picture, but like the way his powers are explained and visualized is so cool. You know, it's I mean it puts him on a level of of power. You know, right right alongside Superman. Uh, nice. We like can't believe how much was cut from that from that 2017 version in terms of in terms of his story and his power set. It's it's honestly kind of crazy. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with this, but David Walker did a cyborg run like yeah. five or six years ago. Is it is is it kind of like there where like, he becomes like ridiculously like the god of technology, pretty much? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's basically like a cyber god, and like you just like kind of see him starting to understand the implications of that but basically you know he can do he can do anything and so it's uh joe morton uh, who plays his father silas has this great line and it's not a, he says uh he says it's not about uh what you can do but it's realizing what you can do and then having the power not to do it mm. 
Yo, that's a good line. That's I a would, good line, bro. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe Morton is the one to always say those lines. Because you ever seen Scandal? That's his whole oh, character in Scandal. Oh, yeah. It's, he's just there to give bars. You know what I mean? That's his whole gimmick. Uh, uh, I'm just in, like, I got I got goosebumps just talking about it, man. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm ready, bro. <laughs> I'm ready. I, it's been so long, man. It's been it's been I don't know five six years now uh, since BVS. When did BVS come out? Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yep. It's been legitimately five years since BVS came out, and we're just now seeing the full realization of it. And like, I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not gonna say like this is the way it's meant to happen because like a man's family member shouldn't have to die for this to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but it's cool that we get to see everything unfiltered, unadulterated. Um, just like with the with everything is going on, I think it's just from a personal standpoint, I think it's so cool that they announced this during the pandemic and Zach made it a point to like get it done during the pandemic so people can get paid because everyone was getting laid off at the point. Like when it was announced, the industry was kind of at a standstill. They didn't know how to proceed with shooting stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, Batman got delayed. Everyone got delayed. Everything has been pushed back years back still. It's still wild to see studios Rather just like wait to put like wait three years to put stuff out, than just put stuff out on a streaming service. Which this is besides the point. Um, what can you tell us about like, the overall arc for like Superman, like Wonder Woman? What can you tell us about them, Flash, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, yeah. So so Superman's one is uh, it's really cool. Uh, you know, he he comes back in a, in a major way, but it uh without without getting too heavily into spoilers there are some really cool callbacks to uh man of steel and it's kind of just like a a rediscovery of what it means to be superman um you know basically him dying is kind of like the end of the world kind of looking at him as uh, a christ figure a religious figure and so now it's like the understanding hey this is a man he has you know, feelings. He has emotions. He has uh, an an interior life. Um, so it's 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 Clark coming to terms with that and becoming more of like the the classic hero uh, that you want to see, but still taken like absolutely seriously. Like there's no like goofy shit like there was in the in the weed and stuff. No like truth, justice, American way BS. Uh, <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's it's just a it's a it's a really cool arc. Um, Wonder Woman's too. Um, yeah, there's definitely, you know, it, 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 I think it fits in quite well with what Patty Jenkins did, um, you know, with the, the previous two films being sequels. I mean, Snyder has a different way of, of handling some aspects of Wonder Woman, but I actually think they fit together, uh, quite nicely. Uh, you know, there's, there's, (laughs) there's a little moment, uh, in the beginning, you know, where she's dealing with the terrorists, that'll probably cause a little bit of controversy. But I mean, we've seen and it already has. That's one of the- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've seen the timeline a little bit on Blaze. <laughs> we've seen Wonder Woman wreck people before, like in in you know the the 2017 movie. I mean, she kills <laughs> a bunch of soldiers. So Wonder Woman is not above killing. Uh, so I I, th- I think that the moment you know works really well. Um, she gets a lot of cool scenes. There's some really cool uh, mythological ties, which I feel like is one thing that people were kind of disappointed with, with um, 84. You know, I think that this kind of recenters her back in some of that Greek mythology. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Flash. He's uh, his arc is is pretty fun. He's actually he's like the funniest character. I think there's a lot more humor uh, to his arc than I expected. Um, and uh, the scenes with his dad are are great. I'm actually after having seen that, I'm pretty bummed that that Billy Cooper couldn't come back for uh, the Flash because he yeah. he has like a really cool cool vibe in the movie. Um, Aquaman stuff also really awesome. Uh, Definitely fits in with uh, with what James Wan did with Aquaman. The only thing that I, I will say about that that's kind of weird uh, is so uh, Mara in the film she has a British accent. Uh, Amber Heard does, which she does not have an Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Like, how does how, do they ever explain that, or is it just like there? It's just there. <laughs> <laughs> she took a trip to the ends real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you think Skepta's still alive, like in the Dark Side Apocalypse? Like... It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> it has to be, man. Yo. All right. So, how do you feel? How did you feel about how Steppenwolf and Dark Side were handled in the uh, in this cut? Steppenwolf is uh, a lot better in this. First of all, he looks way cooler. Yeah, just off appearance, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I, I mentioned this on 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 Twitter. Um, you know, he's not just. Uh, you know, a, a big uh, punching bag in this movie. Like, there's like a certain like depth and sadness to him that I was like found really appealing. You know, he's trying to like re- reclaim his honor um, in the eyes of Darkseid. You know, he he failed him in the past, and so he's kind of like the the black sheep, a little bit of a, a punching bag. Uh, and so, yeah, he's he's like searching for his you know own redemption by this this quest on Earth. Um. And there's some really cool moments with Desaad as well, who is exactly like he's perfect, like exactly who you'd think he'd be. Uh kind of like the the grima worm tongue uh of uh of the Justice League movies. Uh <clears throat> to hit on that uh, uh Lord of the Rings comparison that I've seen floating around. Uh, <laughs> and that dark side, uh absolute perfection. Uh scary, powerful. Uh, that history lesson scene is a fucking all timer. No man, I can't. I can't wait for that, man. I've heard yeah. nothing but good things about like the flashback, like Grand Battle. Uh, Zeus looks fire. I just want to say that. And like, I'm yeah. always careful like Green Lanterns that are not named Hal Jordan. Always. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's, it's it's bloody too. Like, nice is it is some great. It's 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 great action. Yeah. That's, man, that's, this is everything I wanted to hear, man. Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> You're talking that talk, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> um, Van, you got anything else off the top of your head you can think of? Uh, nah, man. I'm just ready to watch it at this point, X. I, I can't even lie, man. Uh, So, like, obviously, you've, well, once again, you've seen the movie, so you can make a conclusion about this. Like, after this movie, I, I've heard, I've seen, like, you, um, shout out to boy Marjani Ross. Um, A lot of people say, like, this movie will appeal to just, regular ass fans and like Snyder diehards alike, which both of we are. Um yep. do you think the before the movie came out, which is like in the last weekend or so, Restore the Snyderverse has been a thing. Um do you think this movie would greater were intensifying calls for that? Yeah, I definitely think I mean I think I've seen a little bit of it already, but even from some of the the critic circles, you know, who are not, you know, hardcore Snyder fans definitely want to see more. And I don't, I don't see how you can watch this movie and be a DC fan and not want to see where it goes. Um, 
just the, the stuff that's being set up is just like visually and story-wise, it's something that we've never seen in a comic book movie before. Wow. And I, I just, I don't understand how they're gonna, they're gonna be able to walk away without, without doing it. Um, I know, I know Snyder's been playing coy in all the interviews saying that, you know, <laughs> it's not gonna happen and talks about storyboards that, you know, folks will never see. But I, I definitely think that he wants to create that demand. Um, you know, I think that he doesn't want, you know, people to assume that he's just gonna, he's just gonna make another one. I think he wants people to show up in droves for this uh, and demand more, uh, which makes sense. Cause I mean, Warner Bros made, made a bad call letting him go. So I think yeah, absolutely. they, they should be coming back to him. And I think that that's what he wants and that's what he, uh, that's what he deserves. But yeah, after this, I don't, you know, Justice League is too big of a property to not do. And, you know, after the reaction that this is getting, uh, I don't see how they can make another Justice League movie without letting Snyder follow up on this one. Oh, man. I don't, like, I'm so, so obviously, like, the Snyder exhibit happened in Dallas over, like, the last week or so. Yeah. Um, and me, as such as like a bunch of other diehards like ourselves, um, have read all the storyboards. So like, yeah. I, really, I really don't know what to expect going into the Snyder. Like, how much of the extra stuff is going to be in this? Um, I the, all I really know is like the nightmare scene is like the the only real like fully new recently added scene for the reshoots and whatnot. Um, what can you tell us about like the future going forward? What do you well? You kind of talked about it, but like, what can you? So it's like, is any of the stuff in the storyboards like past the first movie and this movie too? Yeah. So, um, in terms of the storyboards, yeah, you can definitely see um, a lot of it is legit uh, and where it's headed. Um, I know he said that he made new storyboards with Jim Lee uh, to kind of reflect some of the the changes that the DC EU has been through since. Um, and just some of the other other villains and stuff that have been introduced. Um, but yeah, I think that you know the way it's heading, especially based on that last scene. And what's what's interesting to me is that you know the epilogue is very much a tease for a sequel. And you know before that, uh, the ending is like it's a it's a clear it's a pretty clear cut ending. Like it could have ended there, and you'd have a a pretty complete you know trilogy. Um, but that epilogue, which has several endings, um, it's definitely a sequel tease. And I don't think that he would put that in there if he didn't actually want to make more because it is just, it's, it's way too good of a, of a, of a tease. There are some, some name drops uh, in an exchange between a, a Joker and Batman, which by the way, is one of the best Joker Batman scenes. But there are some name drops that are definitely going to get fans hyped uh, about who Snyder could possibly work with in the sequels. Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 all great stuff. I I really hope it happens. Wow. Oh man, it's not like we for something special, X. I'll y'all know, man. <laughs> it's not like we're in for something great, man. But oh man, I can't I can't wait for it. Hello? X. 
My bad. I had myself on mute because the car alarm was going on. <laughs> um, I can't wait for what's going on. Uh, I just hope I don't get myself myself suspended again. Please don't. Uh, no, please, yo, X, you ain't got to dunk on everybody, man. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> all right. Like, it's been, listen, man, I've come a long way. All right, man. I remember three or four years ago after Endgame Drop, it's not as like a versus Marvel thing, but like I had a like, legit film criticism about Endgame. I got dunked on for like, oh, he's just a fan of a movie that's never gonna come out. Well, look at me now, motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> life, yo, life is a circle, X. Life is a circle. It's a flat circle. Shout out Tyrone, though. Uh, he's still the homie. Uh, yeah, man. That's all. That's all I can really say. Uh, then you ready to put the kufis on? Yeah, man. Everybody, we're gonna throw in our kufis today. Uh, uh, Zach Snyder smelter promo ad sponsored uh kufis this week you know what i mean this soapbox brought to you by vero vero the social media platform of choice exactly we're gonna put on our our blankets our apocalypse blankets um we're gonna go on the journey man hey to to, in order to go forward we gotta look back right and we did a little thing called a read-along on here on the black variant so i want to i want to call back to that man i want us all to reread as a family we're gonna watch a reread a dark side war man i think it's only right Absolutely, I think it's only right, man. You know, a lot of great shit in there. We've mentioned it before. We've we've done it all before, but yeah, man, definitely reread that, man, before the Snyder Cut if you can, man. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got this week, man. X, you got anything you want to recommend? Uh, the only thing I think of, and I can't think of the episode titles at the moment, and I don't feel like doing on Google, so I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Um, go. I, I'm not sure if it's the finale of Justice League, but or the finale of Justice League Unlimited. Whichever the one was like Superman was like, I feel like I live in a world of cardboard. <laughs> the one you could just unload in on Dark Side. <laughs> he just yo, he packed him out to the other side of Metropolis. Just yeah. absolutely beautiful. And like also another low-key part of it was like Batman dodging Omega Beams. Super cool. Yeah. Go check that out. It's on HBO Max. Uh, I told y'all to go watch World's Finest. Once again, it's on HBO Max in two days. Uh, so go watch that. But uh, Rich, you got anything for the people? Oh uh, no, yeah. I just uh I hope people enjoy uh Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh stream the hell out of it. Um I guess I should just suggest, you know, uh be chill on the socials. I, I know it's I, <laughs> you hear that X? Yeah, <laughs> I've I, I've been there. Um and you know, I think that, you know, certain critics, they're always gonna be the way that they are. Um if you know, you know, by the way. Keep never going. gonna see these movies the way that we see them um and a lot of them will try to you know bait people uh right. to you know get into get into stuff but i i'll just say that um i think that in terms of the future uh, of the franchise and further sequels um i think that fans can do a lot by just celebrating the release um you know talking about it uh, doing podcasts like this, writing kick-ass pieces, um, you know, not getting dragged down into uh, the critical stuff because I think, you know, everybody involved wants the least amount of amount of headaches possible. Um, you know, the the actors I think will be a lot more willing to to come back. You know, if they don't feel like, you know, this is something that is going to be taboo. You know, for their careers. Um, so yeah, I would just you know, try to lean on the on the positivity and just uh, celebrate it. I hear that, man. Uh, absolutely. I ditto. I can't really add anything else to that. He said it beautifully. Uh, 
Should we? Yeah, we got RNT plugs this week. Yeah. Uh, Mega Mondays with big eyes. Uh, before we continue, I just want to say, AD, you are a wild boy. You're a terrorist, AD. I want you to know that. That is, that is <laughs> yo, that's one of the most disrespectful things I've ever seen. And you should be held accountable. Shout out to Jamal. For, you know, it's sad when Jamal's the voice of reason. Yeah, we've we, we gone too far. If Jamal's ever the voice of reason, we've gone too far. Um, first responders out this week, the Grammys big night. So go check that out. Um, look out RSPN, a show, go check all those out. Uh, attack on Titan. Please go watch that. That has nothing to do with RNT. I just want to say attack on Titan is phenomenal. One of the greatest animes ever and mangas ever. Please go check that out. Um, lay fees, war report, rewriters room and recut gems all on Friday. Uh, rich, tell people where they can find you, man. Oh uh, yeah. I'm on uh, Twitter at Richard L. Newbie. Um, Always happy to talk comics, movies, uh, TV, whatever. Um, also, recently had a horror book that came out. Uh, we make monsters here, um, centered around um, horror in America through the eyes of the the black experience. Uh, the link to that is in my in my Twitter bio. Yeah, go buy that. <laughs> Absolutely appreciate it. Oh man. Um, what we got? Uh, go follow us at Black Variant RNC. Right, subscribe to the channel RNC RNC Watch. Look out, Elite. There's so many. Don't make me keep saying these every week. I'm tired. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm getting old. You know, like you know, it's cold. My my bone, my bones hurt. My joints hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> old uh, man X. <laughs> yeah, but like everybody, enjoy yourself this week. This is a celebration. Um, in the words of Rick James, it's a celebration, bitches. We will see y'all later. <laughs> All right, peace.